Hey everyone, I'm Brenda. And I'm Julia. And you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Roaring 20s Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. It's my birthday. Happy birthday, Julia. Well, it's not my birthday right now, but it will be when this episode comes out. Sure will. Can you can you do a reenactment for me? I like don't even, I don't even remember what I said. It was like literally gibberish. <laughs> Julia, how do you feel about your 25th year? <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> but Julia, how do you feel about your 25th year now? I feel... Well, now I'm just going to be 26, which I'm very... Yeah, but how was your 25th year? My 25th year fucking rocked. It rocked. It was That's so right. crazy. And I said it was going to be hard. And it was hard. But in like all the best ways. All the best ways. Look at that. A year ago, I knew at midnight drunk that it was going to be a good year. <laughs> Brenda knew. I knew. And that's why I asked. And that's why she asked. And I think this year is going to be a really good year. Probably also hard because life is hard, but positive vibes going in. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. So we'll get into all of that. Um. So to so since it's my 26th birthday, Brenda and I thought for this week's uh, topic, we do what we learned in our 25th year, because obviously I just wrapped up mine. And Brenda's half birthday is the same day as my full birthday. Happy half birthday, Brenda. So you're welcome. So um, she's going to talk about what she learned in this first half of her 25 year, 25th year. And we thought that that would just be really interesting and fun to reflect on because it's been such a transformational time for both of us. Um, more than I think we both could have imagined or predicted. And so we thought it would be interesting to kind of reflect. I'll do my reflection today. Brenda will do her reflection on Thursday and take a look at like what this what this past um, past year, half of year has has looked like. Amazing. Yes. Sounds so good. I'm excited to dive into both of ours, but especially yours today. So let's get into it's time for Oh my god, I had to burp. Pickle! We're starting with you great. I'm dead, I'm dead. My pickle. I'm gonna start with my pickle. Um, just because it's like kind of top of mind. For some reason, I found myself thinking earlier today that like summer's flying by. It is. And I feel like we look at summer as like such a I feel like such an exciting time, especially in New York, because we get so little of it. And I feel like I set really high expectations for this summer and it's just flying by and I feel like I've done nothing. And I found myself being momentarily like disappointed about it. And then I, you know, leaned into some gratitude, got over it and like looked forward to everything else that's to come. But I think it's just like a sharing more than anything beyond being honest about the thoughts that I had is I feel like people have that with certain, I don't know, perhaps trips or like holidays or birthdays, even like we set this expectation. And then if we feel even for a moment, and then we get over it or we're like, no, there's not much to be grateful for. But even for a moment, we're like, dang, like, that's not what I expected it to be. And then I feel like we get a little, a little like sad boy vibes for a second, sad girl vibes. Yeah. But, um, 
Yeah. But we have done a lot and a lot of fun things. Yeah. I just, I don't know why. I don't know what expectation it is that I had or if I expected to be, I don't even, I don't even know what I expected. Like, that's the thing. I think also like a fun in the sun kind of vibe you had really wanted. And we just had no sun. I have not been to the beach one time this week. No, because every single weekend has rained. Mm -hmm. So I think that that adds to it. Yeah. Like, I think I expect summer to feel like a vacation, at least on the weekends. Yeah. And I think like, it's hard when like Chris works a lot of weekends, most weekends, like Julia has been on vacation a lot. Ashley's had a lot of events. Like, I think just like the people that I love so much have had things going on. And it's funny because I've had things going on too, but I think they're just different things than I expected them to be. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, one of the things I consistently have to work on is like my expectations that I set and how I adjust if they're either met or not met. Mm -hmm. So, uh, just an honest, honest pickle. Um, and then my ride, my pride is that, My pride is that my toenail is still standing. Here's the thing. I have this disgust. My feet are disgusting. They're just ugly. And not true. Yeah, they're kind of ugly. But when I run, because my second toe, like kind of is like longer than my first and it was disgusting. My, I'm at risk for my toenails falling off. That's absolutely (laughs) horrid. You should never. But my pride is that my toenails are still good, but they're at risk currently. Okay, someone needs to make some sort of special sock for this problem. Imagine we go on Shark Tank and it's like, hello. Honestly, we would make millions. Nobody steal this idea. Nobody steal it because, hi, sharks, we're Brenda and Julia, and we present to you the long toe sock. (laughs) No, it should. It should be a sock that has like special padding for like around the toenail area so that when you run, it doesn't disrupt your toenails so that your toenails don't fall off. There you go. Thank you, sharks. Who's in? Honestly, me, everyone. (laughs) Anyway, on to you. My pride is that I have a new millionaire idea. (laughs) Obviously. No, my pride is that it's my birthday. I love my birthday. Mm -hmm. I love attention. You know, I'm a Leo, so we like the attention. (laughs) It's true. Um, no, I do like that it's my birthday. And my pickle is that, you know, man, money in this 25th year, I haven't made as much money as I wanted to. And money is really hard when you're moving. Oh my God. Uh-huh. It's very stressful. My credit card is not happy. And as a result, Julie is not happy. Not happy. But soon her millionaire idea will take off. Right, but I'm going to be on a shark, so it's fine. I'm going to be on a shark. Okay. (laughs) You never know. (laughs) You never know. So anyway, Julia, tell us about some of the most valuable things, valuable takeaways you've had in your 25th year. Wow. Let me take a sip of water. Oh, okay. Wow. Number one, hydrate. I've learned to hydrate. No, I'm a, I'm a pretty good hydrator. Um, for the most part, except for this year, actually, I think I've gotten worse at hydrating this year. So for fans. So in your 25th year, you also became a liar. You became a liar. Here you go. Um, no, I really, I guess, I guess the easiest way kind of to lay it out is I feel like I have, I feel like I've changed a lot this year, both in terms of like where I started the year to where I like ended the year, like practically and the things I think I kind of like achieved along the way, which I'll go through. And then also just in terms of like really evaluating like a lot of things about myself in terms of like how in in ways I want to, you know, grow or do some focus more on like me in certain aspects, I feel like have changed a lot. I think my like overall personhood 
hasn't changed. I'm still like very much the same person, but I think I just, I think I just ended the year in a lot different place that I started it. And I think this at the starting of it, I could not have imagined that I would end up where it was, which I think is like kind of the lesson we've been learning through this whole show of like, don't be so hard on yourself and don't muscle things so much and don't like have like these like crazy rigid expectations that you must meet because like you actually like Shanae said like we actually have no idea and what the world has in store for us is like so much better than we could have even imagined for ourselves and to like I think the biggest thing I've learned is to really kind of like give up my ego to that and to like surrender to that and to really like realize that like I'm I'm always going to like work in pursuit of the things that I want but the universe like does totally have like a plan for me that you know is bigger and better than I can plan for myself and that it will come when it is right mm, yeah I know we talked a lot with Keisha Fitzgerald that we had on the show a couple episodes ago about like being ready and this <laughs> idea of like you're allowed to have big dreams you're allowed to have big desires and yes the universe does have your back and has a plan for you but like often you know we're so quick to want to I think especially in our 20s be further ahead than where we are ahead quote unquote or in a different place than where we are and the whole grass is always greener on the other side like so many yep, different yep, ways yep. to say it. But I think at the end of the day, something that we've seen time and time again be proven to us is like, yes, we could have thought we wanted something. And then where we ended up was not only so much better, but also maybe, you know, I think about certain things in your life right now, Ju, whether it's, you know, the awesome person that you're dating or whether it's, you know, this big move that you're taking on. And I think all like, those are just two small examples of like, or the agent that you're working with, like all these tangible things mm-hmm. to, like, to be specific. Um, that like you could have, I, I think about a year ago, us sitting in Ashley's couch and you, yeah. like, we laugh about it, but like, you really were like, this is fucking hard. Yeah, no, I'll like totally lay it out. Like, cause I think the specifics are like really interesting, but like, I think really like that notion of what you said, like of what we talked about with Keisha of like where I am right now, I wouldn't have been ready for like a year ago. Like I needed to like go through everything that I went through in the past to like be the, per- you know, the woman that I am now. And I think that like, like you said, like we, and I still deal with that. Like I still almost every day, I'm like, why am I not there already? Or like, why isn't this happening yet? Or like, why can't this happen? Like, yeah, I still have those thoughts like pretty much every day. They haven't gone away but I have also accepted a lot more that like everything will work out when it's supposed to and like it's not that it won't work out it will it will all those things that I want they will work out but when they're supposed to and when they're supposed to is for a reason and I will be more ready for them when they're meant to happen than like mm, jumping the gun in a way like I think I've really like learned to like accept the both yeah for sure yeah Yeah, no I was just gonna say that I think a lot of times when we cling to certain things so tightly it's often like to an extent out of fear or out of like oh yeah whereas I think that's something that there's like such a difference between wanting something so badly because you think you're supposed to or wanting something so badly because it's what you said you were going to do and you don't want to fail that's something that I've seen in both of us and really in you a lot too a a lot since we're talking about you is just like this belief that like it's not about if it's going to happen it's about when and if something plays out differently then it's going to be for a specific purpose and like I just think that overall that that genuine belief that you have that it's like there's no specific timeline and that 
things will work out and that you're not going to sit around waiting for that moment when it does, you're going to keep on doing your thing and it's eventually going to come. Like I just see that a lot in you. And I think it's something that is very difficult for people to garner, especially in your specific line of work, just because I think that it's, you know, it's a really difficult line of work and there's a lot of bumps along the road. And often there's no, not that there's no, there's just a lot of work and very little reward. Yes, exactly. Like, like, unless there's this like starring role or something like that, like there are very few and far between like tangible things that are like, oh, she's doing the thing. Yeah. Um, you know, which makes it difficult, I think, to stay motivated because we are this generation, especially I think huge on instant gratification, oh, yeah. at least some sort of like indication that you're on the right path. So I think that the belief that I've seen grow in you about like, no, I fucking have this. It's just mm-hmm. about when, you know, it's not about it, if it's about when, um, that I just see so strongly in you, I think allows you to more sustainably, not only reach towards this goal, but to more sustainably, like actually continue to execute without letting yourself get down on the why isn't it here yet. Yeah. Well, I think the thing that's helped me like in that, in that shift, because I still do have those thoughts. I, I, like I said, like every day I'm like, why hasn't it fucking happened yet? But it, but to not give into that thought, like, cause I still have them, but I, in, in the past, I would give into them a lot more. And now instead of giving into them a lot more, I remind myself that like, okay, yeah, you want this to happen. It's going to happen. And like all the hard work that you're doing is preparing you for when it does. Like, so that I will be the most ready, most like opportune, perfect version of myself for when the right thing comes. And like all of this work is in preparation for that. So it's not that this work is for nothing. This work is all in preparation for when it is the right time. And like, when it is the right time, I will be so ready. Absolutely. And I see that a lot with our show, honestly, Joe. I was thinking about it when I was reflecting on that panel you were on or when people, I think we have a lot of, I, I hope at least that we seem very approachable. So we have a lot of like, aspiring podcasters or mm-hmm. um, brand new podcasters asking us questions about how we started the show and our top tips and whatever and it's just been so cool because sometimes I forget like how far we've come in this process and how much just continuing to literally live the experience which you do in your career mm-hmm. um, just like live the life of a podcaster even if it's not full-time like there are so many little tools and tricks and skills that we've gained that have made us very like experienced in this area um to the point where I think we don't even realize so just to me that's like such a tangible reflection of how I think that like listen do we have 100 gazillion trillion followers and listeners no but there are so many ways in which like we've gained endless skills that we're even able to like pass on to people who are aspiring to do exactly what we're doing and it's really cool like I just think it goes along with that preparation thing so yeah yeah so I'll say like so in the beginning of the year like why we always joke about this oh it's hard joke that Brenna and I have when she asked me what my 25th year was going to be like or how it felt to be 25 because like at the beginning of 25 I had like gone through what felt like the biggest breakup I had moved out of my apartment which I was living with my previous partner in I it was in the middle of a pandemic in which my entire industry was shut down Like at this time, the whole acting industry was shut down. I, you know, had newly needed to like figure out how to be a single mom to ghost. Like it just felt like my whole earth world had kind of like been so shaken up. And like, it was just, it was really like this like breaking. I see it now as this like breaking so that everything that is like supposed to build like could be built. But at the time it felt really 
it felt really crazy. Like it felt like, okay, like I'm turning 25 and like, what do I have to show for it right now? Like I went through a really bad, what felt like a really bad breakup. I had to fucking move out of my apartment that I was in. I had now this dog responsibility. I had, I was not doing the work I wanted to do because I couldn't. And we were in the middle of a fucking pandemic in which like everything sucked. So like, it just felt like, so like, what do I have to show for like 25 right now? Um, And it's like, it felt so not where I thought it was going to be at 25 when we do those little girl productions of like where we think we're going to be. And like in this past year and like it felt, it did, it just felt so like rock bottomy then but I really do believe that like I really do like think that like things had to crumble down so that something new could be built and it was funny my acting coach had like said to me at the time I had told him that you know in because I had seen him like the week after and I was like living at my aunt and uncle's house for like the interim time before getting a new apartment and like I was like upset and he could tell I was upset and I was like I just want to do this breakup and like blah, blah blah and like my whole life is shifting and we're not working and you know and he had like told me this story about this I wish I like could remember I think her name is Kali I I don't want to get around but she's like this goddess this mythical goddess who like dances on destruction and it was like just a beautiful metaphor of like with destruction comes room for beauty to be built and it was it was so reassuring to me at the time to be like okay yeah you know like that that's what can that can be the opportunity here and like It really has. So from like that point, that was like the beginning of 25. And now at the beginning of 26, like I am, you know, in a new relationship with someone who is incredible, who I love very deeply, who has been like such a breath of fresh air and like such a pot. It's been such a positive relationship. Um, and I'm very grateful for him. And I wasn't looking for him, which is like, I didn't expect that I would be like in a new relationship at this time. Cause I really wasn't looking for that after that. Um, I thought I would be a- alone for a lot longer, but like this kind of fell in my lap. Cause it was obviously meant to be at the right time, you know, right place, right time. And I'm working with this new agent who I love and like my industry is back and we're starting to work again. And like really like the agent of my dreams, someone who I'd been pursuing for a long time who hadn't worked out until this past year. I wrote and shot and produced my own series, which was like the first time I produced something on my own. We've built this podcast so much. um, And now I'm moving to Los Angeles and it just like feels like such a different place as to where, and I, you know, I did this whole year living on my, living by myself, um, which I fucking loved and was so fucking necessary to my growth and development. And I'm so grateful that I had this year, um, to live alone. So, so unbelievably grateful. Like that was, I would say the biggest part of my growth, having that time and that experience. And I've like survived being like a dog, single dog mom. And she's the the best thing ever. And it's just like, I just could not, it's just such a polar opposite to where it start, where I started the year. And it's not to say that I'm not, you know, still like struggling with certain things or still have hard things or still have stress or whatever. I do. I told Brenda this morning, I have more things on my plate than I feel like I can handle right now. But like, just to, to, to be able to look back and reflect on the past year and like everything that I feel like I've achieved and everything that has like worked out 
without me muscling it just feels like polar opposites of like starting 25 and where I'm starting 26. And who knows, they could all change again tomorrow. But in, in that reflection and getting from point A to point B, like I've just learned so much about myself and what I want. And it's been, it has been a hard journey, but it has been the best journey. And I would say hands down, it's been the best year of my life. Yeah, no, I love that. And I just wanted to let you let it all out, but it's so <laughs> I think about like I think about your 25th year and I I think about like wondering like oh my gosh like our Julia like you know all these different things and I just remember like being on your couch packing up your things like I just remember all these little moments of like like what do we do of being like where do we go from here or you know me and Julia sitting on on my couch trying to watch a movie we once loved when we were kids and we're like holy fuck this is horrible How do we, we hated it at the time yeah and like it's so funny because I'm such a sentimental person when it comes to stuff like that sometimes I don't know what to say because I'm like oh my god this really does suck fuck what do I do um but anyways I think something that's like although I know we say it now like I think something I admired about you in the moment when you did feel like you were kind of at rock bottom or like your world was crumbling before you and I do remember that anecdote about um dancing on destruction because you actually I'm sure if you listen back you mentioned that in one of the episodes I'm sure yeah at the time but it's crazy because I feel like all these people that we kept connecting with would keep saying like you know it's gonna work out but in their own actually like eloquent and and impactful words yeah um, and I just think that even when it sucked like even when you, you you were puffy eyed and like confused and being like where the hell am I gonna live and what am I gonna do and is the dog gonna be mine like all these different things that you would ask like I still remember you being will I ever work again (laughs) will I ever work again like am I gonna am I gonna become I don't know a janitor like I have no idea um but even in those moments I remember and I don't think this was you like trying to be optimistic like I think you genuinely believe in your soul like this fucking sucks right now but something's gonna give like something's gonna come my way I don't know what looks like but I think that in those moments and maybe I even said it to you then like I admired and I know for a fact the people in our lives admired no matter how hard it was in the moment and how hard they knew it was for you like everybody saw the genuine belief that you had that like not sure what's going to happen but it's going to serve me some I'm going to learn something yeah it's so cool to see you now like not only stepping into so many things that I think in the past like so many of us didn't even realize you weren't stepping into I guess or at least not owning or not speaking your full truth or owning your Mm -hmm. full you know all that stuff but to see everything working in the direction because you continued to put one foot in front of the other and continued to show up and to be you know really seeing this true meaning of like partnership and what that looks like and taking big leaps in your career and faith in just like you know what don't know what the hell is going to happen in Los Angeles but like here we go baby (laughs) like all these different things. It's so cool. So I'm just, I'm so excited for you. I'm so proud of you, obviously. And yeah, I, I think I can see that it's been the best year of your life and, and you deserve it. Thanks, bud. Yeah. I just think it's like a good thing to share of like, you know, because we've all been in or have had, or, you know, might be coming upon a dark period, which feels like your world is like really shaken. And that could be different things for everybody, but you know, to be able to look back and be like, yeah, I really did feel that way. Like I really felt like this year was going to be really hard. And to see it turn into the best year of my life is just like, I hope is, is, is a little helpful to someone who's in the dark place that like, it could also be the best year of your life. You know, like you might not see how or why now, like at that point at 25 on my 25th birthday, I had no idea 
that I would be with this agent who I love going on these auditions that I'm excited about with this person who I love and moving to this new city that I'm excited about. Like I could have, if I would have never told you any of those things, like on that, on that year, I may have like believed that things like that would come to me in the future, but I couldn't have told you that like, I would have those things in my grasp and like to be able to, you know, I hope that for someone who might be in that place, or, you know, if, if that place comes upon you tomorrow, or, or you've been there for a little bit, like to, to know that, like, you don't have to know what the end, what the other side is going to look like, but like, it really can be like the best year of your life. If you kind of like, just surrender to, to the, the thought that like, you know what, get up, brush yourself off and like, start investing in you and believe that things work, work your ass off and believe that things are going to, you know, work out for the better. Like a lot of things really kind of like fell into my lap in a way this year that I think people looked at me sometimes being like, how is this working out? Like you, like you're not muscling for this. And it's because I like these things did fall into my lap, but because I was doing, because I was so broken open, like I needed to do so much self-work and like really just show up for me and when I really started to do that like things really did kind of just like start falling into place and I know that sounds like really woo-woo and stupid and someone could be listening to this and being like fuck you Julia for saying that but um I think a little belief there does go like a long way if you're willing to put in the work yeah well I think something that you that this also forced you to do is really be honest with yourself about certain things like I think so often we can convince ourselves of like of one thing and it's really totally another like I think there was a lot around love and partnership and stuff that you ultimately had to rewrite narratives absolutely about. I don't think you realized and honestly nobody no. else realized either no. um, but so many so I think just like you really took a good look at where your narratives were and like chose to intentionally rewrite the ones that you're like no 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 and I think that that also goes to show that I think there are so many moments in which like we could be like, but how did I not know? And I think for, for anything, and I think something that I've seen you do so well is just be like, I couldn't have known at the time. For I think it's so easy to get stuck in that. And like, what a waste of time to get stuck in. How could I not know? Like, and just yeah. like you and couldn't have known. Like navigate that because I don't know. I've just seen you navigate that in a way where you're just like, okay, I didn't know. Now I know. And here's what I'm going to do with that. Like, here's how I'm going to rewrite that. Here's how I'm going to, and I think you do such a good job at acknowledging especially now, or at least you have over the past couple of months too, like being like, oh, this is where that comes from. You know, this is where I'm projecting. This is where, like, you've just like really noticed like the little, Mm -hmm. um, what's the word? Like, I guess the little puzzle pieces as to which, why certain things lead in a certain direction. You've just like been very open about like, oh, this is why I respond this way. And like, here's how we're going to work through that. That's cool. Thanks, bud. Yeah. I think, I think, you know, it's easy to get stuck in those patterns of like, you know, why how, I should have known better or like, how did I let myself get to this place? Or like, well, like we can shame ourselves so much for so many things. And I think I could have easily spent a lot of time in that, but I just knew that that wasn't going to serve me. And in the little instances that I did go down that mental spiral for a second or two, I just didn't feel good. And it was like, this is not going to help me. Instead, let me just like learn. Let me just learn and move forward and take the new things that I can with me forward um, instead of spending time beating myself up. 100%. So do you looking ahead for you for the next couple of years, what's something that you would want the next half of your 20s, Julia, to know and to carry with her? 
Mm, I would want her to know, don't give up. It really is going to all work out. Even when it doesn't feel like it will, it really is going to. Um, You've seen that in the past, so keep believing it. And to, I would love for her to like not stress so much on like the day-to-day things to be to be able to just like do with a little more joy and ease um and a little less stress I don't know how we're gonna get to that but we're gonna try but we're sure gonna try we're sure gonna try Yeah, is that it we want to talk like resources I think like some of the big biggest things that have helped me this year um have been yoga meditation, um, astrology, asking for help, which I'm still bad at. And um, I think, like I said, like living alone, I would, if anyone has the opportunity to do it and you're like wondering if you should do it, do it. Like it, bless you. Um, if if that's not something that is is available in your life, like I don't think you're missing out. But for me, it was really so transformational to one be that I've always been independent but to be that level of independent felt really good and I like you know having the confidence in myself of how independent I can be and two just like really learning to like really really love spending time with myself and I think that that's one of the biggest things that I learned this year is that I just really love time with myself. And it's re how I didn't realize, I think how important that was for me, both creatively and to, and emotionally and energetically. Like I really need that recharge period because I do better and I show up better when I am recharged. And I never knew in the past, but now I know that that sometimes means like just having time alone. And I never really had time alone ever before because I always lived with a sibling or a roommate or a significant other. I never, you know, really knew what it meant to be alone. And I love being alone. And I, I'm so excited about LA. I'm definitely going to miss living alone though, but having a roommate is going to bring a lot of perks as well, but um, I am going to miss that. And I'm just really, I'm really grateful for this year for giving me that opportunity. Like so freaking, it's one of the things I'm the most grateful for. And it seems like the smallest of all the things comparatively to the boyfriend and the move and the agent and the uh, opportunity to get back to work. But I, I, I put it at the top of the list. I love that. I love that so much. I think also because like you are a very like people oriented person. So it's almost, I think something that like I for myself would be like, oh boy, like how would I be alone? But like, I can absolutely see not only how much it's impacted you, but how much it can impact a person to just feel like almost like you don't have an obligation to like fill buckets for other people. Like that you almost gives you just more like jurisdiction over your time. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I just, I definitely have seen how that's allowed you to, to heal in a lot of ways, how it's allowed you to just be, to, to exist, to relish in like your own company and to really appreciate who you are now as you continue to pursue all these different beautiful things. Um, so I'm so happy that you got to experience it too. I, I also, like when you first were like, I'm going to move alone. I was like, oh my God, like, <laughs> wow. But I, yeah. I've seen it in you and I'm so glad you got to experience it. And yeah, I think it's made all the difference. It probably is like such a different level of independence that I personally haven't experienced, but I will say that you've definitely, although I'm, you know, looking towards different life phases right now, but like 
I do kind of wish at a certain point that I did get that experience. I think it would be really good for me too. I think also in this new phase that you're moving into, I think you'll have a lot more of that than you've ever had before. And I think that that you will get a taste of that and get to um, find some joy in that as well. I think in this. Yeah, I think so too. I really do. I think also like both Chris and I really respect each other's space, but we'll get into that in another episode. Um, But yeah, thanks for sharing everything, Drew. I really think that people whether they are having a super hard time and are looking for some hope or whether they are on top of the world and are looking for even more hope and what to look forward to. I think this specific episode and literally just a a year of your life, just 12 months of your life shows just how much things can change and how much our belief and experiences and everything in between it can be unexpected, but how things can really turn out in our favor. And I think in the past, like kind of like we said before, like I would have, I don't, I think almost every birthday, like I do love my birthday because I love the attention, but I think almost like every birthday I look back and I'm like, yeah, there were good things, but like, I'm not happy because I haven't achieved yet what I want. Um, And I still haven't achieved yet the ultimate goal of like what I want in my career, which has always been kind of my number one. But I really feel like this year I can be like, yeah, this year rocked and I'm really happy. And like, I think that for the first, and it like almost makes me emotional to say, because like for the first, it's really the first time I've ever felt that way. God, that's so beautiful. Thanks, bud. I mean it. God, I'm yelling at her now. Oh, I just, I I think it because I just, I think it is because I feel more aligned with myself than I ever had in the past. And I could not have gotten you know, and I'm sure I'll get even more and I'm sure I'll change more. And that was another big realization is that at 25, I thought I had nothing to learn. And now at 26, I realize I have everything to still learn, which was a huge shift. I literally said to my mom, I don't know when, when life felt so crazy. I literally said to her at 25, I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to learn from this. Like, I feel like I already know everything about myself. And I, I think about that now and I laugh so hard because how naive of me, but I really did think that. And I, and, and I now know at 26 that I still have everything to learn. I still know nothing. And that is liberating. Mm, Heck yeah. I remember you saying that. Hilarious. (laughs) Holy shit. Here we are today. We always have more to learn and like, let, let that, let that be the case. Be curious. Learn from life. Let life inspire you. Oh God. Now we're really getting to some live, laugh, love territory. (laughs) Let's make it to two and a wall poster. Thank you. Well, on that note, everybody, happy birthday to me. If you haven't already, um, send me a gift. I'll give you my new LA address. The worst. Everybody send her coal or a potato with writing on it. Lisa, I'm honest that I like the attention. You are. Honestly, I would love to send you a potato with like something on it. <laughs> Lisa, a stamp? No, you know, they like sell potatoes, like engraved potatoes. I don't want that. Okay, well, I'm going to send it. <laughs> Happy birthday, Julia. <laughs> okay, goodbye, everybody. And remember, you are a 10 out of 10, 10, baby. Happy Leo season. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Roaring 20s Podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Roaring 20s Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With With love, love, Brenda and Julia.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.